Hey, all you listeners, it's Maylee Thomas. It's time for Texas Homegrown Music. I've got a great show for you today with my good friend Rachel Stacy. She's got a new single that just came out, plus a project that's coming out that she's been working on with uh, Guthrie Kennard and Ray Wiley Hubbard. And so I don't want to take a lot of time. There's a lot that we want to talk about today. I'm going to sing a song for you called I Keep Falling that uh, my husband and I wrote together about falling in love all over again day after day when you have a great relationship like we do. So we'll be right back with beautiful Rachel Stacy, and I know you're going to love this show. The things that good Lord gives us, it just keeps giving. Nobody gonna steal the stars Take the blue out of the sky Diamond ring is gonna shine One of a kind like you
Well, here we are with my beautiful guests and phenomenal artist, <laughs> Rachel Stacy. Welcome to the show, Sweet Pea. Hi, Maylee. Oh, love your face. Love, I love having you on, and I love every opportunity I, that I see you. And I tell you, you know, life is really full of a lot of beautiful moments for me, but I think probably one of the most special moments is when I get to really connect with other artists that I um, just adore, and you are definitely one of them. And I, I, for all you listeners out there, I've had the beautiful pleasure of actually being able to um, share the stage with this beautiful woman and man what a phenomenal powerhouse she is because not only are you yeah, beautiful wow. and talented but you're such a sweet soul and we're going to talk about how sweet you are here in a little bit because we just um we just did a little benefit together that you put together with um you and Jimmy Wallace for your wonderful friend Guthrie Kennard and um it was just so much fun at the Garland yeah. Garland Theater. You were amazing. Well, you're sweet. Yes. Garland Plaza Theater. Garland Plaza Theater and um that that was a lot of fun seeing so many people that you know the bummer is that we were actually you know, having having to do a, a benefit for someone because, you know, it's usually because they're, you know, facing something and that, that they need help with. But the beautiful thing is it's an opportunity for so many of us artists to get together and see one another when we're all out just trying to gig and, you know, get by. It's just nice when we can all come together like that as a force of love. And that was a beautiful, beautiful day, wasn't it? I was. I, I still am over. I mean, people don't. We're talking about we put a benefit together for Guthrie Kennard. And I, I would like to say, Jimmy and I don't need, didn't even really want kudos for it. We were like, let's just do it. And then Jimmy just took the bull by the horn. And um, I just couldn't believe, uh, I mean, Guthrie Kennard's like my dad. So, you know, I, t I call him about everything. I'm like, my dad's not alive anymore. You know, so I'm like, oh, I'll call him boohing. But it's just, it's so crazy how, what we're talking about, going to talk about today and how it's all come full circle and the last thing I wanted to be doing is being at a benefit for someone who has cancer. But the most thing I wanted to be doing is being at a benefit for someone with cancer, meaning I don't want them to have cancer at all, right? you know, but that we all got to come together and do something. He, he, and he would have, he, he's so humble. He's like, I, I, I don't know, you know, so I know I get he, you he, get to see everybody. It was awesome. He came up to me and just gave me the biggest hug. And we, we, we talked a little bit and, you know, unfortunately I'm, I'm a lot older than you are. And a lot of people that I know and friends of mine are suffering with all kinds of diseases right now because our bodies are not complying with what uh, the lifestyle, a lot of people led for, you know, 30, 40, 50 Dang years. It. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but um but right. I I got to tell you I I I'm I am hopeful and I believe that Guthrie can get through this and I know that you know uh, un unfortunately cancer is a huge part of our world right now and I can't wait until we can eradicate it but until we do I'm thankful that we have people that can come together and help us get through it and I believe he's going to get through this thing and we're just going to we're just going to pray and and all I unite say, together hashtag cancer sucks yeah, I'll say it too. It exactly. does. Absolutely. Let's pray. Hashtag. Well, right. Yep. So, um, so first of all, I just want to say I'm so excited because you've got this new song that just dropped called Trouble. And girl, 
you know, everybody talks about that song, that one song that you need. Well, I think this is the beginning of some phenomenal things for you. And I've been a fan of yours for years, and we're going to play some of the songs from your um, other albums, of course, today. But I really believe that you working with um, Ray Wiley Hubbard and Guthrie, and this sound is just it's you. I think finally somebody is capturing the best side of Stace of a Rachel and God, I keep doing that. Of Rachel in that I know. right for years now. I know. In that, you know, you you've got this voice and I, I tell people when they say, What kind of music does she do? I said, It's you can't put her in a box. But I'll tell you, she is like she's wrapped in Southern rock. Um, of course, she can do country, but the girl can rock, and she can sing the blues, too. So there's really not anything that you can't do. And I, I, I don't like it that we all have to be put in this genre all the time, because I really believe that Rachel Stacy is just a phenomenal artist and beautiful to boot, and you play a mean fiddle, violin, whatever you want to call it. I know that there's always discrepancy between the <laughs> two, right? But and I know that you play classical music as well, so it's it's both. I don't know what you you tell people. You tell them you play violin, or you tell them you play fiddle. It just depends on who I'm talking to. There you go. That's what I thought. <laughs> I mean, I it, I tell it's a violin that I fiddle on. You know, because fiddle's a style. Right. But if you're in Texas, it has to be fiddle. <laughs> well, girl, uh, and I this song. So tell me about how this all came up, about. I know that Guthrie and um, and Ray have always had a pretty tight relationship, and they're very similar styles. I love them both so much. Um, but tell me how this all came about, girl, because I think it's going to really blow you into, you know, into a, a genre of people that have not heard of you before that are going to be wowed, no doubt about it. Hmm. How did it come about? That's so funny. Because I'm, a, you know, I mean, Maylee, you know, I'm a songwriter. Yeah. Like you, you know, we, and I love writing with Guthrie because um, he just, he makes me study. Like, he'll go. Like we wrote a song, we were kind of writing about the Delta Blues, or we we're writing something. No, 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 we were something um, about the Chain Gang at one time. This is before Trouble, and he had me like research and look everything. Now I've been songwriting for years. I look things up. You got your uh, for the for songwriters, we have the sources. We have all this stuff that you know we'd open the book for to write the best song possible. But he kept me given and learn about like um, what I'm writing about. You know what I mean, like. So we were writing with the chain gang. So we looked up the chain gang and we're looking at pictures and getting visuals. Well, that kind of led into me writing some other stuff with him. Now he brought trouble to me. Um, gosh, I want to say 10 years ago, whatever. And he, cause he cut it on his album, but it's different. It's the same, but it's not. The yeah, same. no, it's not at all. So, but, so we <laughs> no, they're two different. Right. So, but when we wrote it, there was just, I, I really don't even know. He can probably, I always play. I always tease him. I go, I think I wrote one word. <laughs> But when we sat down and we visualized things and we, he, and I don't know, he had me looking things up. I was looking things up and then I was like, what about this line? You know, like co-writing, right. it just turned into co-writing. And honestly, if you listen to Guthrie's story, it's almost, it's the same story, but it's a different story because by the time we've written a song, I'd done, I'd done it with um, Ray a lot. And then we brought, um, uh, the song to Ray, Ray called me and said, you know, it's time for us to get you in the studio and let me produce you, which is another, that's part of the story is that Guthrie brought me to Ray right. 10 years ago right. or 10 or so years ago. And, you know, um, and then, 
something he was going to produce something back then we didn't have time anyway fast forward he goes it's time let's do it and when he goes let's do trouble he chose trouble out of all my songs well you'll see my project coming up i have several songs coming up but he chose trouble and we sat down and raised a songwriter too so he's you know we're all sitting there and he's like take that line out write another one i think you can do better or i don't know let's do this i don't know change that word so it was really cool to almost like he didn't change the song. He just changed some of the rhythmic or word, you know, pentameter, if you will. So the story became almost more like you really had to think about it. Like, you know, like you really have to think about the swamp thing and miss who's had, who's miss Hattie. So it almost makes you go like, who's miss Hattie? Like you're not familiar with new Orleans. And, and so it expanded my level as a writer because not only 10 years ago or so, Trouble's been in the making on my end, but it was, it changed, even morphed into, you've been in the studio, you get it. It morphed into something even more special, like all three of our words together. So that, so it's so hard to say, because Guthrie and I have written several songs together. You know, um, he's in my video, him and I recut Reindeer Blues for Christmas yeah, several years that. ago. Yeah. And then we just wrote an, we wrote another song. We have another song coming out called Always Something. You'll love that one, Maylee, because you love Trouble. You love this one. But it's there's something about writing with him that um, changes the way I look at the world. Okay. Does that makes sense? Yeah. Like, I'm, it's, much more, it's much more colorful. Like, I, we're women. We can write about cheating and love and the road and... Murder. I've written murder about murder a lot. <laughs> no, just, I don't think I can I write much about murder, song, but <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm a love life girl. I'm I like, oh yeah, no. you, I know you are the. I want to sprinkle you know, know, fairy dust on everyone. <laughs> that is so true. Mainly, that's why we're a good fit. I'll do the murdering. You sprinkle the. There you go. No, I'm just kidding. No, and I'm, ki- I'm kidding I'll, about. I'll help murder. you hide the body, though. Yeah. Yes. There we go. As we sprinkle glitter on you. I'm just kidding. Just don't cheat. That's all I ask you to do. Don't cheat. And I won't write a song about you. But it was like, what I mean is, is so do you see what I mean? So what I love about this new record, Trouble, and my two other, uh, other songs coming out, the stories are much more, um, I keep losing my earpiece, sorry. The stories are much more colorful. And what I have dreamed of as a writer for many, many years is to be less emotional and more colorful. Because I, again, I'm a, shoot straight I'm a female I have a lot of emotions running through this estrogen whatever and it caused me to get I'm such a tomboy too that it caused me to get more colorful with my stories and that's what Guthrie brings out of me and that's what I think Ray brought well you know there's nobody um, there's nobody that's listened to Guthrie and Ray's style that can't tell you that they can they can give you a picture of exactly what they're trying to say and um, immediately. And yeah. that's, that's why I love them so much. And I, I, I believe that's why so many people, you know, are such huge fans because they do write about life and they make you see it while they're singing it. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And it's a style that they have that, you know, okay. it, it's, it's just, it's wonderful. And I, and I love it. And I'm excited about it's you wonderful. working with them. I'm, I'm really excited about you doing this project because I, I really f- feel like you've been playing with them. You've been doing things with them, but you've never really put a project out together where you felt like you, it represented all three of you. And this is it. And I, I'm so excited. So I'm not going to take any more time. I want to get to the song. So we're going to 
play this trouble okay. that's just literally just dropped on Friday. So it's only been out a couple of days. And I'm so excited for my listeners to hear it. Uh, Rachel Stacy, she's on the show right now. We're going to come back and talk some more about what she's got coming up, which is very exciting. And we're also going to talk um, some more about all I the... Don't, here. What? Yeah. Oh, hold on. Sorry. I was just going to interject when you're talking to your, to your fans. The coolest part of the video, the, the song is it created more colorful experiences for the video that's coming out in a couple weeks. Oh, cool. So that's what I wanted to Definitely. All right. Really cool. She's got a video dropping in a couple of weeks. So you guys get this song. You're going to love it. I love it. And um, we'll be back in just a few minutes with Rachel Stacy. But right now we're going to play Trouble, written with Guthrie Kennard and produced by Ray Wiley Hubbard. And this is so exciting. We'll be right back right here on Texas Homegrown Music. I got a Detroit motor in the Mississippi ride. Going across the river to the Louisiana side Where the cotton is high and the muddy water flow I bought an old guitar in Tupelo Back off the highway where the blues is mean I saw something I shouldn't have seen
So we're back with Rachel Stacy and Rachel, you know, I I really would like for you to share some of these funny stories that I've heard you say from the stage about uh, what it was like when you met icons, um, you know, music icons that we've all looked up to in the country music um, world, such as Merle Haggard and Willie Nelson, of course, John Anderson, and all, all these people that you have already played with and had significant, um, you know, fun stories with. Tell me some of the things, some highlights for you, because, you know, not all of us have these, and I, I like hearing about it. Well, my favorite one is still, you know, and I know everyone's heard this story, but they've been to my shows, but well, uh, my bucket list was always Willie Nelson um, since I was a kid. And I was on the Bill Mack show with April um, Mack and Billy Mack. And I was introduced to Bill Mack and Cindy Mack. And I used to go do their show all the time with different singles and stuff. And they had me come in one day to just be a guest. And uh, it was just me, Bill, Mack, and Cindy. Okay. And I was on the air. We're talking about my new single the phone rings. And if you've been in radio, for those of you who don't know, radio, if there's something going on, there's a red light that flashes. Sure. And it, it means the, the phone's ringing right. for those places. Well, Bill's talking and the phone rings and I see Cindy Mac. Uh, she just leans over and I see her going, I see her going, um, Bill Mac show, blah, blah, blah. Oh, hi, Willie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's right here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you want to talk? Okay, yeah, she's right here. She puts me on the phone with Willie Nelson. I was like, <gasps> oh, my gosh. How funny is that? And I, did, I, didn't even, I didn't even say hello. I just said, I do yesterday's wine. He's like, okay. <laughs> and he said, hi, Rachel. I'm a big fan. I I, he goes, I listen to your record. I love your song, Closer. And, um, you know, I, I love your stuff. And blah, blah, blah. Why don't you come down and be my guest at Carl's Corner? And I was like, what, what, wait, what? He goes, yeah, why don't you come be my guest? I'd love to have you. And it was just like, I think I peed my pants. I, just all that. I really do think I peed my pants. So, but I think the biggest part is because I'm not starstruck. I lived in Hollywood, so I don't get as starstruck as a lot of people do. But because I was you around them, you're kind of numb, you know, kind of like us at Guthrie's Benefit. There's a lot of people that were there we've played with for years that there were some fans there just like, oh, my gosh, that's so exciting. You mainly talk about oh you know. Like, but it was like, Willie Nelson is going to be, uh, uh, I just couldn't believe it. And, and the best part about it is the, on stage, I went into yesterday's wine with him and um, I sang it the way I do, which is the way you and I sing, you know, yeah, yeah, like you know really real loud. It, right? And he looks over on stage. He, yeah. He looks over on stage and he goes. <laughs> oh, he does the, like, does the no sign. <laughs> he did the. He's like, no, and then we finished the song. And then I, I did the rest of the show with him. And that was, I mean, it was a magical moment. If, if I never see Willie again, he was, he was a big support and um, sweet as ever to me. And what a cool experience, you know? So I've got lots of those stories, but I mean, that was my pivotal, like, wow, this is cool. And what about Merle? I think I heard a really funny story about, um, about you and Merle. You want to tell me? <laughs> okay. Because... You're so excited you're going to play with Merle Haggard. And it was John Anderson, Merle. And I was um, told by my agent to go say hello to him. And Bill Mack said, hey, tell Merle hi, because he knew I was playing with Merle. And Merle's coming off of his bus. Well, before he gets off the bus, I grab a set list. And I go, oh, my gosh, you guys. I tell him the band. You know, we played and whatever. 
And I was like, I want to get Merle to sign it. And Bill goes, tell him hi when you go get your set list signed. So I'm in line. Here comes Merle and his manager. I've been hanging out with his manager. We're all BSing or whatever. But they go get Merle. And Merle's like, have any what you guys, he was not doing well. But he was, I think he was really high, really high. But he was really not doing well at the time. But he came off the bus like a champ does. And he walks right over and he comes down the, the rope. And he comes right up to me. And they push me in front of him. And they're like, this is Rachel Stacy." I go, hi, Merle. Um, Bill Mack told me to tell you hi. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, hey. hey. And I go, would you sign my set list? And he's so out of it. He just goes, yeah. And he hands the set list to his manager and walks off. <laughs> That's <laughs> what I heard. I was like, bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> but here's the, the coolest part of the story is the way he came off. He's just like, hey, man, you know. So he, as he comes off the stage, I mean, what, he takes my set list. I was like, oh, maybe you'll play it. it. I don't hands know. Hands it to someone he, else. Hands it to his manager. And it was so funny because he gets up on stage and I'm telling you, he was out of it. And I, I think his cancer was not doing very well, whatever. And he gets on stage and you would never know anything was wrong with that guy. And he put on the most amazing show I've ever seen. It was fabulous. So. Yeah, you know, because um, I wanted to talk, I wanted to talk a little bit about this anyway, since you already mentioned um, him, you know, Merle, and because you know a lot of these artists have struggled with substance abuse their whole career, and I, you know, I played a lot of shows with my good friend, as you know, Clarence Clemens uh, from the East Street Band, and um, a lot of coke was flowing in those days. Um, you know, I, I never saw him do it because he never did it around me because he knew I was t- so against it. Um, he did smoke a lot of pot um he drank a lot of tequila but it would blow my mind when i saw these artists that i knew were out of it Uh, you know when you're on you know off off stage and you're talking to them i'm thinking how are they going to get up and they get up there and they play i I, i'm i'm blown away that they're able to even play in the state that i just saw them in but and and it's i guess it's just because they've done it for so long but I, I wanted to talk about this. It's like in them. Yeah. I wanted to talk about this a little bit, Stacey, because, I mean, Rachel, dang it, because I know that you are upfront about it, and I love that about you, is that um, you are a recovering addict, and um, I, I don't want to say addict. Actually, you you're, you you use substances no, to um, to help you cope. Yeah. It was a coping mechanism, and you know it, it. It hits home for me. I, you know, I lost a brother over it, and so I'm. I'm just gonna say that I'm so proud of you for being so forthright and letting people know your story, because a lot of people out there that are listening, they are struggling, and I like for them to know that you know we we get it and we know what they're going through, and it is, it is a fight. And I know that it's not something that a lot of people can just drop and stop. But you've been sober now for, I think, eight years. Is that right? No, I'm going on 11. 11? Oh, my goodness. Well, you know what? My 11. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's because of COVID. I lost two or three years. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I lost two or three years over the COVID thing. Because <laughs> when people ask me something about how long ago it was, I literally... I lost some years through that because we weren't out playing and we weren't out doing things. So 11 years. I know. I, I get it. 11 years. I'll have 11 years. November November 6, 2011 um, was when I got sober. And, you know, I love the fact that um, I get to tell people that I would either be dead 
Um, my, you know, my body changed, my skin changed, my voice, my voice changed. I'm a raspy from shows last night and everything changed. And if I can just be an example to one person, music person in the industry that struggles, then great. But otherwise there's people who just can't give up the drugs and alcohol. And I was on a slow mission to die. And mine was so hidden that I got sober and people were like, what? Yeah. But then there's the people that I was, there's other people I was hanging with. I just drank and partied just like they did. And what, what the the weird thing is, and then here's the other side. I'm going to, this is what my new mission lately. I've been ousted because I'm sober. Well, so I don't fit in half the time because I either drink and drug with everybody and don't fit in in the people who are more normal, or I don't drink and drug and I don't fit in with the drink, drink, drinking and drugging people. So you end up finding your own tribe of people that accept you for no matter where you are. But it, my point is in the music business, so it's still, if there was a joke up and down Sunset Boulevard when I lived there, like if, you, if people don't drink, they don't trust you. Oh, silly. <laughs> so, and I remember thinking, it's silly. And I was like, and I, for me, this addict here or recovering, at, recovering addict and alcoholic, I like to tell people I tried to fit in. I wanted to fit in. I wanted somebody to accept me and like my music and like me for me, you know me, Maylee. I'm like, I'm, I'm like a little girl way deep inside this woman thing I got going on, but it's like somebody accept me and love me. And so if I drank and drugged you, they love me, accept me. Or if I drank and drugged, my music was better because somebody else told me that the way it would be. So I was trying to fit in still. Then now I don't try to fit in. And if you don't like me because I don't drink or drug, I just hope I'm an example to somebody who's struggling. And that sometimes is enough. It, it's, it's hard enough being sober. Well, I, I'm so open about it. And I, and I love that about you, Rachel. And I, um, I've always, you know, you and I are are very similar. I I did not really know you then. I know you, I've known you for the last four or five years and you've always just been this light of love and, um, and, and compassion. And I, I, I just, I just so adore you. And I, I, we keep talking about how we're going to do things together. And we, of course, we got to get up on stage. I know. We got up on stage. So just, just so everybody listening can know what we're talking about. We got up on stage last oh, week. You want to tell the story? I, I we, No, no. Before you tell it, do you, that almost didn't happen. I know. It almost did not happen. Um, I want to play too soon. Just give people an idea of just just how wonderfully talented you really are. And um, so we're going to play a song right now called Too Soon from Rachel Stacy. And when we come back, we'll talk about some shows she's got coming up, including one where uh, it's an all-girl show that you're gonna, not going to want to miss. Um, and uh, right in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And, uh, and we'll talk some more about this beautiful, beautiful girl that I've got on my show today. And by the way, I want to say this on the air because she helped me in a lurch. I had an, an interview set up, and at the last minute they got COVID, and they were very sick and couldn't be on. And I had wanted to get um, Rachel on, and she had this new single drop, and I called her, and she said, girl, I'll do whatever you need. So I just want to say thank you, love, for doing this for me <laughs> last minute. I want everybody out there to know just what a real beautiful soul you are. So here we are, Too Soon by Rachel Stacy, right here on Texas Homegrown Music, and we'll be right back. At 45, her life was forced to change. Not much joy she had to rearrange. Down the street, the darkness took its place. An unimaginable disgrace. She is a beauty. 
Here we are back with Rachel. Rachel, since we didn't get to really segue that song very well, I want to talk a little bit about Too Soon, because I know you have some things you'd like to share with us that are special about that particular song. Well, and we were just talking about the pro chick thing. And here's one of the things I really learned. I mean, we we all, man or woman, you know, sometimes if you move on, like if you have a Band-Aid and, you know, you you cover, let's say if you're burned, and you put a bandaid on it, you're not supposed to do that. Right. You're supposed to let it breathe, right. right? And then that way the burn heals. So when I started writing the song, it was, I had an aunt who was in a really bad spot. My uncle had had an affair on her with the neighbor. Um, it was very devastating. And I was watching her drink every night. I used to tell this story on stage, every night to blackout and go on dates every night. And she's this sophisticated, gorgeous woman that lost all sophistication with her drinking. But it was like, what I mean, she and she would even tell you that day. She was kind of our, at that time, she was off a rocker. But the, the whole thing is behind it is like moving on too quickly, you know, let the band, let the heal, uh, let the wound heal, 
et cetera, is about watching a lot of women suffer just because they think they need a man. And then the best part of that song for me is in the studio, when you guys hear the solo in the middle, um, I when you're in the recording studio, especially if you're a musician like me, I play guitar, fiddle, and sometimes I've been known to do some drums, whatever. And <clears throat> the the producer were having a CD release party and everybody's there at the studio. <laughs> and the song plays, and if you listen to the song, listen to the solo. In the middle of the song, I go, who played guitar? And the producer looks at me and he looks at the other guy and he goes, you did. That's the fiddle. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't know I played that. I was like, but it was like, it was so cool because I was so like, it was a very emotional so, so song in the to, moment. to get to. In the moment, I didn't even know, but it's me playing fiddle right. with the distortion on it. So well, it's, it's, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, I hope women, I hope women can hear it. Okay, I want I, well. So remember that when you listen to that song again, um, too soon. Uh, well, I can tell you this. Um, I, you know, when you said that, who's playing guitar? I've listened to songs that I recorded thirty years ago, and I don't remember recording it. Who's singing that? <laughs> so yes. that's that's where I'm at now. That's how long we've been doing. I know, right? Oh, that's like who's singing that who is that that's you honey okay um well so listen you've got some shows coming up i know you just played ranger days yesterday if you guys are in the dallas fort worth area and i know this because this show you know uh, especially the podcast is out there all over um and, and in foreign countries as well this girl is one of the hardest working women I know in, in this field because you're playing so many gigs all the time. I don't know how you still have a voice. It's crazy. Cause I mean, you put it all out there and that's what I love. Oh, I mean, I, I love coming to your shows because it's, it's an experience, but um, you've, you've been playing a lot lately, girl. Well, and I think what well, I'm, I'm, I'm a really bad habit of saying yes a lot. I don't, I'm sure you understand that. I think I don't I'm know anything about where I'm having to say, lies yeah okay but i'm too much of a yes person but at the same time um after covid hit i was really grateful just to have a job so a lot of times some of these agents i work for they just book me through the year and i was just so grateful that um you know it it does it takes an effect on your health it takes it's all about touring um even though i'm doing a lot i was staying local because i have a new project coming out you don't go back out and advertise anything without other without any product right and um playing so much is taking a toll of my body, my hearing, my, you know, my voice. But, um, I, what I've learned to do through this is work core more, work out more, rest more. Like you have, like, there's so many things you have to do to maintain it. My hopes are with this single and stuff like that, I can back off a little bit and push my singles and my videos a little bit more and slow down a little bit. And then just, um, I won't say pick and choose, but I have a hard time not playing. I love to play. <laughs> I don't, I would die not playing. So what I mean, well, so it's I like think there's also, I think there's also, so we're going to do something with you. Yeah. I think there's also a, a respect and we all, um, we all, you know, we all really do Thank respect well each said. other's talents and, um, and just, you know, none of us would ever want to try to upstage or, you know, step on anybody's toes. It's more about let's be congruent together and, and just make something beautiful come out of it. And, um, like I said, that's what happened um, when we were perform- go ahead. I know that's a thing, right? Well, well, no, that's just what happened. That's what I was going to say. It's kind of like that. So it's like you, Melee, you're a performer. 
you like to connect with your audience through not only songs, but your body, your voice, your, um, your skill that you've done for all these years. And that's a respect. We're behind you with respect and each girl that gets up and does it. And it's like what I've seen in some other projects is there's someone more, more strong, more, more stronger, someone stronger than the other artists that has to take over or someone's not as, um, skilled on the road for many years. So they, they're, they're like a deer in headlights. So there was someone. And I think with the respect of what I saw the night we did ladies night out, we're going to do October 20th again. And with you the other night is there, that's what it is. It's respect and women see that. So we get to be example of like, let's, let's be with each other and not against each other. Maybe we need to do that song. R E S P U C T. We should pull it off. Oh, that's there it. Go, babe. We're doing it. We're doing it. All right, it. we're doing it. All right, guys. Well, um, what a what a beautiful time it's been here with you, Rachel. Thank you so much. We're gonna go out on the song famous song, but before we do, I want everybody to know you need to get her new song that just dropped this past Friday called Trouble. And she's got a lot of songs coming out um with uh you know, of course, always writing with Guthrie and now being produced by Ray Wiley. And I'm just pumped about this project, honey. It's just, it's just going to be so great. Thank you. And I do want to say one thing. So with this Ray Wiley project, so I've got that coming out. And then shortly after we, um, um, we, we have, I've got, I'm, I got to recut Empty Glass in my version. Okay. So there's like cool. all these cool things happening that you, if you come to a show right now, you get to see it or whatever, but the releases are fun. And I ask you, that, all I ask that you do is you can Google my name. My schedule's up there. I've got some big stuff coming up. I'm with Neil McCoy, September 30th. Oh, nice. Um, you know, there's, you know, Maylee, we're, we're doing stuff with you. I've yeah. I've LNO, all that stuff. You don't, I say to go find me, please just Google my name and stay on all my social media platforms and add me to your playlist. And I promise you guys, you'll walk away refreshed and renewed and feeling like something just got hit in your soul. It's a beautiful thing. So thank you, Rachel, for being on the show. And thank you guys for listening. We'll be right back to talk about what we've got coming up on Texas Homegrown Music right here with Maylee Thomas. Thank you, love.
Well, you had to recognize that phenomenal voice. That's You Lied to Me by Chaz Marie. And we talked about this. She's going to be hosting Ladies Night at Bartonville on October 20th, right along with Rachel Stacy and our beautiful friend Crystal Yates. So you guys be sure to go to that show. But yeah, she's a powerhouse as well, Chaz Marie. Well, I hope you guys learned some fun, interesting facts about Rachel Stacy and her walk through this beautiful journey of music. And uh, catch her show, you guys. She's just phenomenal, and she's just a, such a beautiful soul, as I'm sure you could tell by the interview. She's just got a heart of gold and just means the the best for everybody. And I, I just got to say, I love living life with all these musical women that um, that actually love singing music because they want to help people with their music. And she's got such a beautiful story with her recovery and everything that she's been through. She's the real deal, and I, I love her so much. So we're going to close the um, show today with a song by my other good friend, Crystal Yates. And if you guys get a chance to come out to some ladies' nights with all of us girls, you got to do it. Just be sure to listen. I'm going to have them both on again, and we'll talk some more about what's going on in our area of DFW music and Texas music, homegrown music right here. And uh, I I just got to tell you, this is the best job ever to be able to interview artists um, all over Texas that love to be playing for you and our listeners. So Texas Homegrown Music brought to you by the one and only Guitar Sanctuary, Tupps Brewery, and Burris Injury Law. Couldn't do it without them. Peace out, everybody. Love life. Remember, you get out of it what you put into it. And now we're going to play a little song called Raining in Amarillo by my sweet friend Crystal Yates. We'll see you guys next time right here on Texas Homegrown Music. Tears on my window pane. Lonesome came down without warning. Wouldn't you know that it brought the rain? I tried to take a walk down Georgia Street. See what's different, but somehow it changed. I passed that old place we used to meet, but since you've gone, it just ain't the same. Oh, Your head.